systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. I say this to the younger parents, or not even younger parents, but parents who have kids that are young for the first time and you're going through it. And it really is true. But soak up some of that nonsense because it'll be gone. And then you'll want it back. And then to be reminded of it, I uh, just got done. I was talking to my BFF uh, FaceTime. We were checking in here. We're recording this on a Sunday, by the way. So It's like snowing like crazy in Indiana, That's why I called it? them because I called them. I said, dude, I was watching On Patrol Live last night. Once again, we talked about how Pat loves police entertainment. Even though he thinks it's morally wrong, I love... You put police on TV, I'm watching for fucking hours on end. I think there's something wrong with, you know, <laughs> informative murder porn, and I but can't you get watch enough of it. But last night, I'm watching On Patrol Live, and uh, of course, they pull over someone in Indiana, and it's snow, yeah. it's snow, it's cold, and this guy's... They got like inches, wow. like shoveling inches. So it kind of triggered me to... I said, oh, let me give a buzz my uh, BFF out there. What, to rub it in that it's so nice? No, 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 <laughs> just to be like, yo, what's going on with you, probably right? locked in the house. Yeah, like yeah. it sucks. This is the time when it starts to suck, right? Um, and while I'm FaceTiming him, he has a little boy now who's probably, what do you think, six, seven, something like that? Uh, no, closer. He's probably eight now. Oh, shit. He was I'm born getting, in 2014. Oh, we're getting old. So he's there with him. Obviously, it's Sunday. You're kind of on uh, dad duty, right? And um, it, like every once in a while, his his son would just kind of hijack the FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> like, like we would say something that would, like he would catch a word that he'd like, and then he'd jump in and tell like... <laughs> A long, meandering story, story with a yeah. lot of butts, and <laughs> y- y- that just keeps kind of going and going until it stops. And then you're like, yeah. Yeah, man. And that's the kind of stuff that you know when your kid's doing that 90 times a day to you. You learn how to just tune it out, yeah. right? Uh, it's like spouses. We learn how to tune out the other spouse. Oh, we sure do. Uh, you learn that with kids, and you're like, fuck, one day they're going to shut up. It's going to be great. And, of course, I'm I'm enjoying this. And I can tell, you know, my buddy is... It's a Sunday. He's a hardworking guy. They're locked in the house because it's snowing. It's, just just yeah. watch his football team lose again. So, you know, he's sitting there like, oh, man, this kid. And I'm thoroughly entertained. Just yeah. like sitting there like, yes, tell me more. Tell me more. Because, <laughs> of course, now I have a 15-year-old who's over there playing video games. And he talks more to his PS4 than he does to me. <laughs> so here I am like, tell me all about your stories. Uh, so yes, for all the young parents out there, and we got some friends who are doing it right now. You got some kids who are uh, on the God, younger I got friends edge. who are pregnant. Like, do again, you really? Wow. That's, I mean, that's unbelievable to me. So for those of you who are there, trust me, one day, yes, you two will be past it, and you will be like, what was that like? And you'll be reminded of it when someone else's child sit there. It's like, AJ, we went to this uh, music festival this weekend. Big shout out to Dusk Music Festival, Tucson, Arizona. Oh my God, what a um, fun festival. Everybody involved, Motors to crews to vendors to volunteers to attendees even the the Dusk Rangers did the you Dusk, see them yeah they were yeah say those are the volunteers fun. they were so nice um, Tucson police I mean everyone who was on scene to put on a great downtown music festival in Tucson it was fantastic but we were there over the weekend it was mainly electronic I'd say in the ninetieth percentile it was, yeah it was like eighty twenty electronic versus like indie bands couple bands yeah. but I mean mainly a lot of electronic kids the EDM 
them kids, the ravers running around. And there are, you know, kids because there's parents and they, they bring little ones. And, and I mean, it was cool, too, because it was a downtown festival and it ended by 11 because of like down, noise yeah. ordinances. It's so. very much like imagine your city, wherever you live, and I don't care how big or small, you have some kind of a downtown event, okay? Yeah. It can be as big as Lollapalooza in Chicago. It can be as small as Pumpkin Fest in Nakusa, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You thought you thought I forgot about you, Nakusa. Nakusa. I'm here. I love their giant Pumpkin Fest. Right? Um, but someone that has these events, this was ours, and it brings in everyone um, and so, you know, families and yeah. you have little kids and you would believe not- it or not. Most of these music festivals, yeah. I say most, not all, not all are v- very kid friendly. Like yeah. everybody's super nice. Everybody's really chill. And like, like last night <laughs> there were all these kids running around and in my head, I'm like, isn't it a little late for the kids to be out? And then I you realized watch. No. it's 645 and yeah, it's no. dark, just pitch dark outside. And, <laughs> I'm like, and no, it's what, hold not. On. You're trying to keep kids away from an event that has loud dance music, lasers, lights, people dressed up in costumes. Oh, yeah. It's a with, party. Gl- with glow toys. Hell That's yeah. a seven-year-old's dream. Yeah. I mean, these kids were having a blast. And, of course, as we're at this event, you know, what does AJ continually keep doing? Because she's 40 now, as we call it, 40 infesting. And uh, she is gravitating towards these little kids and letting them use her glow toys. Yeah. And she would encourage them. And again, when we first started going to these events, we mainly did it as a way to get away from our kid. Yeah. And, and now- a way to be like a, like just grown adults and not parents. And here we are now, many years later, still Gravitating doing it. Gravitating towards the little kids. But it's like, oh, let's play with the little kids. They're having a good time. He said that, too. We were watching um, this uh, duo DJ group called Sophie Tucker. They're from New York. They're excellent. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But um, both nights, but especially at Sophie Tucker, there were uh, kids like on their parents' shoulders with like the big headphones on to block out yeah, some of the noise. Yeah, of course, noise. right? And Pat's watching them, and he goes, you can tell who the parents are in the audience because they all go... Oh, they do. Yes. Yeah. All the like, including Pat. Yeah. Including me. And like, don't get me wrong. You know, there's definitely a heavy presence of, uh, you know, 18 to 24 year olds who are, you know, in college doing their own thing and they're there to get fucked up, get laid, have a good time. They're not concerned about that. But for those who are a little bit more and they have a child, you can definitely see yeah. them just be like, oh my God, look at that. Look, she's got a onesie on. Like she, say, she yes. put face jewels on. There was Great. one little girl. I would say she's probably what? Like maybe nine. Nine or ten, maybe around there, maybe um, nine, nine, maybe nine or ten. Uh, I think she was. I think her parents were somehow involved with it because they had like the badges on. I'm like, okay, I feel like they run this. Maybe they're vendors, vendors, or some point, sponsors. Whatever. Sponsors will get yeah. you a lot of free passes to any event. If you ever want to know how to get a lot of uh, passes into an event, if you have a family member who owns a business, have them sponsor said event. And then you can push around the promoter and say, give me 50 fucking free passes and everybody you know can go. So on Friday night, she I saw her there with her parents and she was having a blast. And then Saturday night, she was there again, but she had gone like full festival. She had <laughs> overnight overnight. It's yeah. like she figured out what, how everybody dresses, what they do. Oh, everyone dresses like this. Yeah. So she's wearing like a furry <laughs> onesie, which is actually great because it keeps you warm. It does. And I notice a lot of chicks like will wear a tank top underneath. If it got hot, they'd like half unzip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was wearing a onesie. She had 
uh, colored extensions in her braids, nice. and she was wearing like a glow crown. I'm like, she went full Shazam. fest in 24 from, hours. From, from one day to the next, yeah. right? It was it was just fun. So shout out to Dusk Music Festival. We didn't get a chance to go last year, but this year was pretty amazing. Um, all the so, acts. It's small. It's relaxed. Everybody just had a great time. Well, Everybody was really nice. You know, me and you, we've done like the big music yeah. festivals, which are big endeavors, and to kind of be able to do a city fest. And I'll tell you who has a lot of these. And again, you know, we talk about this a lot be a new Arizonans, although I guess we're cracking a year and we voted in, in we're, elections we're now. We're a year and a half Maybe now. we're Arizonans, but I'm kind of like a radio station. There used to be an old joke that when a new radio station popped on, they were the new for like two to four years. Yeah. <laughs> because the audience... The all new. Yeah, because the audience pays so little fucking attention. That within, even four years after, they'd be like... I've never heard this station yeah, before. Like, so no, it's we're never, all new, whatever. It's uh, kind of like after we get fired and we've been yeah. gone for like two years and we get a message from somebody in one of like our previous markets. Yes, like, yes. Hey, I just realized you guys are, where did you go? What I'm happened? Like, well, we've been gone for two years. What happened? The all new. So, you know, it was just a great time. Shout out to everyone. We love these kind of festivals, man. Um, and all the acts involved. Uh, it was great seeing, like you said, Sophie Tucker, a great duo out of New York. You probably know some of their music. Detroit's very own Grizz. Grizz with a capital G made my fucking weekend. He was great. I love Grizz uh, from Michigan. It's so weird that it took me so long to see Grizz. Uh, uh, being that we lived in Michigan for so long, I finally saw him here in Arizona. That was the wildest part for me that I had to get all the way out here to the Southwest. But like we were saying, now is the time of the year when all these events kind of pop up. So as Arizonans, we're figuring this out. Uh, Phoenix, you, have to, you have to get used to it. because Phoenix it, has a lot of these outdoor events yes. right now. Well, there are, Phoenix is also warmer than us, which I always forget. They're about five, sometimes 10 degrees warmer than us because they're at a lower elevation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm, I think I've finally gotten used to it that this is the time of the year when all the events happen mm -hmm. because the weather is so beautiful. Nice. Again, my my BFF in Indiana right now is shoveling snow. Yes. And now is when we're like, oh, we're going to go to all these outdoor awesome events. See, pardon my French. <laughs> that's my only mind fuck is that I'm used to it now. I'm like, okay, this is the time of the year when all the festivals, everything happens. We just had like the Celtic Highland Games last weekend, mm -hmm. had a, a music festival this weekend, and this continues through like March. Yeah. And I'm used to it now, except when I go on social media, and see my friends who are snowed in, putting up Christmas trees, making soup, and I'm like, "Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, like it's it's very it's very weird. It's like a dual life. Yeah. You're like, I remember that. Now's our and time. Now it now is this. Uh, it is. It's actually so nice outside today. I'll tell you this: that Pat is currently defrosting a pork chop. Oh yeah, thank on you. the front thank you very door, much, folks. And I mean, on the front screen door, I have a picture of it. <laughs> Here's what happened. <laughs> uh, we went to this music festival last night. <laughs> I had to go to sleep because I worked at 3 a.m. Yeah, so this I is wild, man. My wife had to work at 3 a.m., so she decides to go out to a music festival till like 8 and then just yes. go home and dive in bed for six hours. Well, yeah, and it was actually I felt like a million bucks this morning. Did and you really? I And I slept from like probably 11 till what, 3.30 now. Mm -hmm. But I woke up at 3.30 and, you know, I'm kind of getting my wits about me. And I look at the front door and the door is open. We have a screen door. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Did somebody like stick a flyer to our front door? What the hell is that? I thought political season's over. They're done yeah, going door to door. That's what I said. I'm like, right? why are they still coming here? Leave us alone. And Pat goes, oh, no, that's a pork chop. It's Hold defrosting up. in the sun. It's me. I use the natural resources. I don't know. I'm... I'm green like that, in case he you're wondering. He very much hates defrosting <laughs> stuff in the microwave, which I get. Thank you. But I also oh, realize... It's the fucking devils. It's, I it's know. It's the 
devil, whoever came up with the idea, whoever is he the fucking it. engineer that said, you know, what we could do with this microwave besides cook things really fast. Uh, we can de- we we can defrost things really fast, and you fucking cook them halfway through. The meat gets ruined. I know. It's horrible. So if you can't tell, he hates that. So I mean, like we will put food outside in the sun. Defrost the fucking food before you're going to use it. And here's the problem with us. If we were smart, we would defrost these things 24 hours ahead of time, right? That's how they always tell you you're supposed to take it out, put it in the fridge, safest way, whatever. We're not like that. No. Because we're not psychopaths. All right. We have a busy life. And usually the day of we go. We decide what we're making for dinner. What do you want for dinner? And we'll pull it out of the freezer. Sometimes too late. Rock solid. And what I do, and this is a lot easier in the summer months, but I usually just toss it outside. We're here in Arizona again, southern Arizona, Tucson, represent. It's an oven. Um, you go outside during the summer. We have a little little table. I put this uh, said meat. It's, I have it in Ziploc bags, right? And it usually... Defrost by dinner time. Defrost. I mean, fast. You go out there like an hour and everything's cool. You take yeah. it in, you put it in the fridge. We totally now. forgot about the season change here. And <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, last week, we're both working, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take some chicken out to, to, for dinner. Oh, the animals oh, are cancer. fighting. Shut there up. There you go. Nice. Knock it off. You have a demented dog now, so this is I this know. could be real fun. Sweetheart, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, I'll take some chicken out. We'll defrost it for dinner. I'll bake it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we put it outside, and I'm like, oh, can you uh, preheat the oven for the chicken? And Pat goes, that chicken's rock hard. It had been like four or five hours. It didn't. It's, I'm cool, like, it's, it's cooler right now. Yeah, yeah. So he literally, did you tape it? No, 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 no. So our fr- or you stuck it in the grate. That's all right. Listen. <laughs> You got to understand, I was raised by Depression era Polish immigrants, okay? <laughs> they taught me to be crafty. Well, yeah. I used the natural resources around me. No, so right now with the temperature <laughs> change, if I were to just put said Ziploc bag of meat, and it's two pork chops, by the way, thick cut, um, if I were to just put it outside, would do nothing, yeah. right? So right now, the way the sun is, and yes, even though we do not change our clocks here in Arizona, and pretty soon we'll all be caught up with that, right? The sun still beats the front of the house yeah. for about four hours a day yes. as it Yes, you sets. know, we still have a little bit of a, a changing sun pattern, but I have a great sun just beam that shoots on my house as soon as we cross over noon. So I said, well, <laughs> it's just so funny. I know I, li- I literally was like, you have pork stuck to the front. I said, I could throw <laughs> this pack of pork out like just in the front of the house on the ground. But I'm like, I don't fucking know if a snake or how something's going to come along and try to eat it. So then I say, well, what if I would that be funny if a little like rattlesnake like try, tried try to, to ingest pork chop, this yeah. giant pork or just like slithers away with the ba- with the bag? Fine. <laughs> so, more more like a, a javelina or something. We we'll probably get it. Um, so I say, all right, hold on, let me harness this sunbeam that my cat harnesses as a warm spot yes. on the ground, and I decide to put the pork uh, kind of prop it up. In our screen door, but we have these really cool, like, graded doors. It's very Southwest uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, everybody here has it's them. It's like, you know, iron iron grates. Yeah. And behind the iron grate, we have a screen. So I I wedged the pork <laughs> in between the screen and the iron gate, and then I just fucking walked away. And it's <laughs> it's like, you know, in Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, you're Indiana you know, Jones. You know, Indiana Jones. Now? 
in the first Indiana Jones, good Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Remember when he has to use, or maybe it's uh, 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 the third one. He has to use the sun, and the sun hits the stone. No, at that's a ma- Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is it? Okay, yeah. it, hits, it hits the stone, and then the stone yeah. shines down to where the fucking shit is hidden, and this is the, the spot on the map. It's the same concept. I'm harnessing the power of the sun at a very specific time to defrost this meat so I do not have to put it in a microwave. <laughs> Uh, like uh, like like a sociopath, yeah. like a so anyone out there, and you know I'll tell you why I'm scarred from that. Do you want to know why? Well, tell everybody what episode of the podcast it is uh, first because people actually wait for that. Somebody commented, yeah, that? on the Pat oh, and AJ okay. page. Hey everyone, welcome on in the 168th episode of the Pat and nice. AJ podcast. That's a lot of episodes. It sure is. We missed one. Sorry about that. Shit going on around the house. Um, okay, what was I talking about? You said, you were talking about the sun. Okay, and the pork. This, oh yeah, this is why I have a problem with microwaves defrosting meat, and it's like anything in the world it goes back to our childhood, you right? Had a bad experience. All didn't this you? shit goes back to our childhood. All of our issues in life, and I kid you not, it was like when that technology hit, and it was the eighties, and my mom was never a good cook. No. House, being the housemaker, housekeeper, not exactly her strong point, no, right? No, for a single mom, she really didn't, she didn't have, have any that. skills to go with that. Now, my mom had the, 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 the pleasure, like I often say things like, oh, but Pat, you say you were raised by these Polish immigrant parents. Well, because for a majority of my childhood, I was in my grandparents' home, yeah. right? It was me and my mom. We lived there with my grandparents. And my, and my grandmother very much took care of all those traditional duties. And then... Let me guess, your grandma was a great cook, too. Oh, she was great. Of course she was. Yeah. All types of different stuff, too. For a Polish immigrant, the woman fucking understood international cu- cuisine. Chop suey nights. Really? Homemade pizza nights. Oh, shit, she was a homemade pizza lady? Uh, oh, I wish I could have And then we're like traditional Polish, well, like, yeah. we'd have gwumpki night or some shit. I just freaked out a lot of people saying gwumpki. Is that right? a real thing? That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, so she did all that stuff. Now, my mom had this great idea when I was like 11 or 12, that she wanted to buy her own house, right? And so she moves us out of my grandparents' house. And now my mom's in charge of all this stuff, like like cooking and stuff. And don't get me wrong, that's when like the pizza delivery and the limited amount of food delivery services we had back in the day. She used them all. That very much happened. Yeah. There was never a delivery person that knocked on the door at my grandparents' house. No. Of course was it not. a no. fucking chance? If you ordered a pizza, you got in your car, you, you drove and got, it, yeah. and got it. My grandparents were the same way. And the few yeah. the few times we would order food, Ooh. you went and got it. Yeah, you were not paying. There was no. there was a delivery fee. No, 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 no. None of that shit went on. But when we moved in solo, me and my mom, I remember the first meal we ever had was Pizza Hut. The the first night we moved in, my mom ordered Pizza Hut. I'm like, this is the coolest thing, yeah, in the history of cool because we're eating. This is not homemade grandma pizza. No, this is like it's Pizza Hut. It's pizza Hut. And so that kind of went up, you know. Like I think there was like a, a, a Italian restaurant that would deliver. There were a few limited places. Your mom seemed very reliant on her microwave. Yes, and and so in between the deliveries, the microwave and all the new fandangled things that they worked into it became like, oh, we just hit the button. Yeah, it was cool. Defrosting was one of them. And the amount of food that I ate that had been double cooked because she would just put it in, right, and you would go poultry, one pound, defrost, and just walk away. And it would ding, 
And sure enough, like the outer rim of your chicken. Now, don't get me wrong. It's defrosted. Yeah. But the outer rim of your chicken is is cooked. Yeah. And then yeah. she would take that and chicken breast again. and she'd take it out. She'd season it, whatever. Cook it again. How would she cook it, you ask? In the microwave. Oh, man. Yeah. So you then know- you'd pull, you know, a chicken breast out of the microwave. It's a fucking piece of rubber. She lived Ooh, She lived in her own house, I'd say, for probably about the first six years that we were together. Mm-hmm. And we'd go over. She would insist we came over for holidays. Yeah, she loved hosting holidays and but events she, like well, that. She loved, she loved having, I don't even think she loved having us there. Like, remember she, she, she just liked the idea of doing it. She yeah. liked the app. Uh, yeah, but like we'd go over there and she like, she wouldn't have any bedding out for us. So we had to like put together. Yeah, like, <laughs> again, she didn't, those details like that yeah, were she, not her strong no, point but she, in she, her mind yeah. she's like i need to to make this great christmas dinner yeah. and i'm gonna go out and buy christmas cookies and we're gonna have a christmas dish with christmas candy but then we're like where are we supposed to sleep she's like i don't know figure I no it out clue. um but yeah she would always really try to make these christmas dinners and She'd i'll go never over the top trying she would but it would all be in the microwave always and i remember like ding ding yeah. ding i i remember the first year i was helping her make it and i was like there really isn't much to help with she's microwaving the whole damn thing yeah and her microwave looked like a bomb when, like, I don't think she ever yeah. cleaned oh, the yeah. inside of the microwave. Like, it's the kind, like, it was so, like, when she moved out, you might as well toss it. That's how fucking disgusting it was. Dang. Because she made everything which, in there. You know, which is funny, because now, and, and again, remember, all this shit is tied into your childhood, boys and girls. I cannot handle a messy microwave. I'm fi- oh, well, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I, know. I, 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 I married, finally, the complete opposite of my mother, Okay. <laughs> The complete of That's the what day. you're supposed to do, right? I guess. <laughs> I do uh, remember trying to clean her microwave and yeah. like the stuff. There were years. You had your scraper out. Caked right? yeah. on layers. And I finally was like, all right, this is a, a hopeless cause. I think maybe that's why I have quirks about and, and AJ's busted my balls on this about uh, everything being cooked um, to finish at the same time. Because yes. the down Dad's very picky with his food, and I'm proud of him because he's finally admitted. Oh yeah, he's very picky about but, how but, it's but made. I'm not, but, but I'm not. See, you say picky. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's and not. I, I feel like when you say picky, people go, "Oh, you only eat chicken fingers and, no. and French fries." No. no, no, no. I love a wide cuisine. He's picky about how it's prepared. How it's prepared. Um, and maybe it's because if you have if you're cooking by microwave, which my mom definitely did, so you have one microwave. So my mom would make sure that there was, you know. Um, some soup, but that had to be, you know, that would go stovetop. So the soup would be stovetop, but then we had to make vegetables. So those would be microwave, ding, you put them aside. Then we have to make a yeah. starch. So we put in the, the potato, ding, put that aside. And then by the time we, everything's done, half the stuff's cold. Yeah, half's cold, half's hot. So I do get weird with, uh, you know, with, with AJ and she'll fucking look at me like, you psycho, because I'm like, hey, just don't, when's this going to be done so we can start the rice when the meat's going to be done resting not when it's done being cooked when it's done being rested yes. when is the you know when is this vegetable going to be done because then it all comes out together i feel I, like gordon ramsay right oh, okay gordon ramsay now cream fresh motherfuckers cream fresh that's randy from south park um i have a confession to make go ahead a few weeks ago we had chicken fuck don't 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 tell me i, I think to... I, I think i know what night no you I don't think i know what Bullshit. night because it wasn't that good go Bullshit. ahead I had to defrost it in yeah, that's the. That's what I thought. So we were both working, 
and notice there's some leftover chicken in the uh, that wasn't it fr- oh it was no Maybe see you were wrong. wrong you were wrong Maybe it was. um that chicken was fine and uh bugger <laughs> off that chicken was very good i made i think dinner that night was amazing yeah um no we had put it in the crock pot but it's just you were working. Oh, that night, yeah, that was. You know what? I'm going to tell you what that night. It wasn't too, as good as the. It first wasn't night as we good as it. the first time, and I kind of thought I said, "Boy, what do we do wrong?" And yeah. I, I thought maybe because we overloaded more chicken in the crock pot. We added the second like a time. couple extra pieces. Yeah. So I said, okay, maybe by adding a couple more pieces, it just kind of fucks up the whole thing. No, but that I wasn't do it. remember being like, mm, "Okay, it's it, it was num, okay. Num, I mean, it's all right." No, so I and I know how particular you are with it. It's just we were both working. I'm That's like, so I have funny. to get this in the crock pot, otherwise we're not eating dinner, See, this and is, we're going to order. And I'm tired of ordering because we didn't plan ahead. I defrosted it, but I stood there. And watched it. <laughs> you and have I, to like shuffle it. You got to stop it yeah, every 20 seconds. I, did. I, I kept stopping it. I would turn it and oh. I would make sure because it always cooks from the bottom up. Yeah. So I would flip it over to make sure it wasn't cooking. And it didn't. It didn't cook. It defrosted. In fact, it was actually two of the pieces were still kind of frozen together when I put them in the Listen, crock pot. I, uh, so I, I know I did not cook it twice. I love you. And I apologize for you dealing with all my nonsense. It's fine. But don't get it twisted. You got some fucked up shit of your own. Okay? So we both deal we with our do. own we intricacies. All, not just me. Everybody listening. We all got our weird shit. shit, and maybe mine is all food-based. And But isn't that weird how I can, like, you know, once again, trace it all back to, like, that experience That's with my mom? That's not weird. It's good because, yeah. I, I'll be honest, like, a lot of your quirks, at first, I was like, oh, my God. Weird like, shit, what right? the hell? For a guy who gives so little fucks about a lot That's of things, the thing. he's so, then I give a lot of fucks about certain when things. When he's so passive about everything else, and all of a sudden, he's like, did you put onions in this recipe? <laughs> I taste onions. What the fuck is this? And it's funny, then, because he will yell at me if I don't follow a recipe to the T, but if I put... If no, I put, no. Just let me finish. I, it's my <laughs> turn now. So terrible. <laughs> I like, sound like onions? I sound like a fucking maniac. He does. Um... <laughs> And like, okay, if you if you oh, shop shit. at Costco, yes. I think almost all the Costcos have them. They ma- and it's excellent if you ever need a quick dinner. They make these like chicken teriyaki noodle kits. Yeah, 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 it's really good. Um, and I would buy them and make them, and Pat would eat it. But he's like, one night he's like, let me make it. He makes it to his specifications and removes all the vegetables he doesn't no, no, no. like. <laughs> First off, it's just the onions because onions are the. Devil's no, you take vegetable. the peppers okay. out too. No, I I leave peppers out. You don't just take out the onions; they take out more no, than that. No, I put them in. Maybe I don't. Maybe I correct the ratios because <laughs> what they do is what they do well, is yeah, they just kind of dump everything in a package. For, yeah, for folks who know this dish from Costco, and, and I know my Costco people right now are like, I know that dish. it's really good, right? But it comes in a container; it's made fresh that day, and the one side has noodles, and then the one side has the chicken. And the one little compartment has the uh, the uh, vegetables. vegetables. And then there's a little compartment for the sauce. And it says, in theory, dump all this shit in in a one pot, no. mix it up, and it's going to be uh, yum, 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 And that's great. what we did the first few times. We did. I go, you know what? It is good, but. But. I said, if I were to cook things, again, this is my. I'm, I'm cook them Jeff, the way I want. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer. I, you are not Jeffrey I sat Dahmer. there and said, if we cook the vegetables first, because they require more cooking time than the chicken. And then, you know, the noodles require the least amount of time. So I cook things in a certain manner where it's chicken first. Or, or, or vegetables first, then chicken. Then I uh, take that out and I put in the noodle. Look, look. It's fine. It's fine. I get it. Okay? I get it. But the fact is. We've been married long enough now. They screw up the ratios well, of, of all the vegetables. Sometimes there's too many celery. 
Why do you need celery in that dish? You I don't know. Celery in it? Yeah, exactly. You don't know that because I take that out. shit out. It shouldn't be. I, in I mean, I like the broccoli. I could eat the broccoli. The broccoli's great. They give you too much sauce. Who the hell uses two I things don't of use, sauce? I don't use both things My of God. the sauce. Um, the snap peas. I love the snap peas in it. Good. The peppers. I do that in there, but I whack the onions and I whack the celery. And listen. It's Pat's Costco. It's fine. Okay? It's fine. It's Listen, my own little. We've thing. been married long enough now that it's just kind of like it's like a speed bump in our marriage. Like right? you're gonna get past it every night when you make dinner. It's not enough to like end the marriage. As long as I'm not at the point where like when I first walked into AJ's uh, life, right, and um, she, you know, it was not only did I meet her when she was in her own hometown, but AJ is a very family oriented uh, gal, and she had a family kind of structure, and obviously we were gonna have a child pretty fast because i got her pregnant when i looked at her pretty much i looked at her bam right there i was on birth control shot too. across the fucking room and he got her was a hundred percent committed went right you. through the birth control uh but i remember so when we first kind of you know we got into our accelerated uh, relationship and i got exposed to your family the first thing that i noticed out of all the weird stuff that i would soon come to notice um was that like your dad and your sister had these weird qualms about food yep and your dad very famously had like you know four rotating meals that he had your mom kind of make on a loop yeah and they were made to a very specific way and your sister then lived outside of that world where she ate nothing so your mom like you guys did the separate meal thing for her where like mom would make the one meal for everyone which was the one that dad wanted yeah and And, i I would eat that most of the time yeah you would eat whatever dad had ordered up for the night but your sister protested and would always get then her side dish of chicken tenders and fries yeah. which is why when you say oh pat's picky with food i always want to put a caveat on it because i thing, feel yeah. like folks go oh you, you only eat macaroni and cheese Hang on. let let me spe- specify you're go particular and about how it's prepared yes and and yes i have a few things i don't like like onions yeah, and fine. pickles fuck you onions fuck you pickles do you that's... eat pickles just like by themselves at all no 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 no, no. Oh, never not on burgers no. um i don't eat nothing. them i don't eat them on anything but i'll eat yeah. them by themselves i've evolved a little bit on onions if they're cooked through um yeah. i can be all right with them crunchy never never raw never crunchy i'm not going to in and out and saying give me the big fucking onion slice that they try to slop on the center of yeah. your double double oh no, see, no, no, no. i like the onions oh no, no but but then i go to mcdonald's and i get a mcdonald's cheeseburger cooked, yeah they got your little dehydrated rehydrated diced up yeah. uh, onions i like those same thing on white castle burgers i can eat those so, you know, again, it's not chicken tendies and fries well, and chalky yeah. milk. But, and I will give him credit the one time, and I know because he, he very much, he quotes this, <laughs> um, which will kind of get us into what I want to talk about next. Go ahead. But, Take uh, the reins. We had, uh, we had lasagna for dinner at my I parents' house. I knew you were house. going there. Thank you so much. Absolutely. This is like, I think on my deathbed when I have like a, a kind Will of this a, be the la- your a, last words? a rotating <laughs> wheel of things that I've experienced in my life. That'll I feel like this is going to be one of them and I'm going to fucking laugh about um, it. We had lasagna and my dad started to get real particular about like vocal, like before he just, he was like Pat, he just kind of wouldn't eat all of it. All of a sudden in his old age, he's like ballsy about it. As soon it. as he got north of 40, like, yeah. like he kind of started leaning into this is what I want. So we had all these people at the dinner table and we're having lasagna and my dad eats basically the whole basket of garlic bread. And we're like, what the hell? <laughs> now hold like- on, just to back up, this is when I decided to make it, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Pat so, made so, dinner. So, so this is we're outside of your mom, your yeah. mom, and I'm taking over the kitchen. And I will tell you guys, 
Pat makes, and you need to make it again soon because it's been a hot, it's been like a, probably a year. Well, it's a colder weather, so it you is. can, I'll definitely. It's lasagna weather. Um, he makes the most incredible lasagna you've ever had in your life. So it's I said, okay. no, it's incredible. And I'm like, you have to make this for my family. I think my mom will appreciate it that you're cooking, you know, whatever. So he makes this amazing lasagna. Yeah. And I'm there just, you know, shoveling. I'm, right. shove, I'm stuffing my face. It's so good. But then I noticed that out of all of us, like, Nobody got garlic bread. And then I realized my dad's eaten basically the whole basket of garlic bread. And I finally looked over at him and said, how did you like the lasagna? Because I don't, he didn't really eat it. And he goes, wrong cheese. Yep. Wrong cheese. Pat used ricotta. And he's a very much, God bless him. They like the white trash lasagna. Yeah. Which we know is, um, cottage cheese. I, no, no, it wasn't cottage it? cheese. The way my mom taught me to make lasagna oh. was lasagna noodles, yeah. layer of meat, mm-hmm. layer of sauce, mm-hmm. mozza- shredded mozzarella. Oh, that's it? And then you just repeat. No. Yeah. No, I, see, I know. I and and because, the older I got, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah ricotta's normal in, in because, lasagna. See, I remember growing up in Southside Trash in Chicago would say that ricotta was too expensive. So they used so cottage they cheese. they would use cottage cheese, which to me was like, that it's is so that's gross. disgusting. Yeah. But they would cut a cost on it that yeah. way. So I didn't know if, if that's the way you went. Well, so for my so dad's, he just omitted. Yeah. So my, my dad's cancer benefit, yeah. we made... Um, I forgot. We must have made lasagna or something. We made like just all this Italian food because it was cheap. Yeah. But I remember my aunt when we were at, um, what's the, it's not Costco. What's the other one? Sam's, Sam's Club. Club. Um, buying stuff to, to cook for this, this cancer benefit. She goes, no, 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 no. She goes, use cottage cheese instead of ricotta. Yeah. It's cheaper. And I remember trying it and I was like, Ugh. yeah, no, How like I would have popped the extra, whatever it was, 20 bucks for a bunch of things of ricotta. Yeah. Cause the cottage cheese was great. But that's so Pat, like, so that, yeah, the first experience wrong cheese wrong are two cheese. words in his vocabulary now. Wrong cheese. wrong cheese, especially cause he had to also, he had to, uh, demonstrate by lifting up the noodle. Oh, it was very, yeah. He had a yeah. fork, right. And, and, and when she goes, dad, you okay? How's the lasagna? You didn't eat it. What's wrong? He lifts up the noodle. He with lifts the fork. up the noodle to go. Wrong cheese. It was super rude. It's fucking great. <laughs> so the reason this this ties into the reason. Yes. Go ahead. We what? missed the podcast. What are we leaning on into Friday. next on behalf of this story? Um. So I didn't feel like talking on Friday. It's been a stressful week in our house, and you know, once again, it's not stressful because of anything with us. It's no. stressful because of outside um outside forces. Uh, I got a call last Tuesday, I think. I was working. Got a call from my mom. She was crying. And I said, what now? <laughs> Unfortunately, that is now my response. I mean, I was going to say, you know, for anyone who plays the at-home version of the game, you have a lot of stressors that do come from your parents, and most of it's wrapped up in their kind of aging. My um, mom's been disabled since yeah. I was a kid, and now my dad's gone through diabetes, yeah. cancer, six million different other lots things. Lots of health problems, lots of increased needs of care and but AJ. But they also will not move out of their house, which yeah. creates a bigger problem. Very common story where yeah. AJ is uh, doing what we kind of... Call um, sandwich uh, caretaking, which is you are uh, caretaking for your child because you have a minor child yes. or a young adult where you were still on that journey with, uh, and now your parents are requiring care. And you are forced to be in a position of a caretaker for them. And this is a new phenomenon, by the way. Don't feel alone, AJ, because no. I guarantee a million people right now listening, and by million, I mean 37. 
are all going shit. Yeah, totally. I, I did hear something about this the other day on the news where they were saying like our parents' parents, our grandparents never act, did this shit. Well, no, they planned. Yeah. They planned for their retirement, and if they got sick, they they planned for that, and they went into assisted livings, and they had money to pay for it. Boomer parents, on the other hand, a lot of them didn't plan for it. I feel like the greatest generation is the last generation to die at home. Yes. You feel like yeah. that? Do you feel like like most, like my grandparents, like they lived up into their house till yeah. the, the last day. And yeah. a lot of that generation, I, I don't, I feel like back then it was much more the exception than the rule yeah. to go to the home. You yes. know, like to say, oh, well, grandma had to go to the home, right? Those fucking people lived in their home until yeah. they just fucking died. I will say now we have an influx, and I don't know if it's because of planning. I don't know if it's because of increased life expectancy. I don't know I what don't it know. is, but I hate it. But there is now this generation, and it is the boomers. No offense to my boomers who are no. listening. We're probably not fucking yelling at us. And not not, not all, all of all. you, obviously. But some boomers now, as they're entering this you know, uh, age, this life, they're now requiring care from their kids. And yes, it's a position that their parents never dealt with. No. Your your My, your grandparents did not no. raise your parents and take care of their parents no. at the same time. My grandmother, my grandfather died when I was like eight. And then my grandmother lived until a few years ago. She exactly. was almost a hundred. But she she had money to go into an assisted living and she was fine. That's where she died. She really, she needed care, but not like. But even that, that was like at the very end. That was, yeah, my aunt. That woman was in her house or then apartment. Hero. I mean, till my, the very yeah. bitter end. She was independent till the end. I just love her to pieces and I miss her. Uh, my other grandparents, my grandfather died unexpectedly like 12 years ago, yeah. like overnight. And then my grandmother ended up in an assisted living and that's where she died. So, you know, listen. But I mean, it was, it was, my parents didn't have to take care of them like this. It wasn't like, I have to get you groceries. I have to do things around your house. It wasn't like that. It was like, okay, now they're in a home and they're taken care of. That's so, it. So you very much are in this position. It's been increasing over the years of, uh, I mean, it's kind been of, a solid decade. Yeah, you know, of this, dealing with kind of now. some of their increased needs and all the stuff that comes with that. And it kind of, uh, flared up last week. I mean, we knew it was coming to a head because my parents, like, they haven't been able to drive in years. They're they're just kind of, they're like the, the grandparents from Willy Wonka. They just live in their bed. And they order in food, and their house is is a mess. Is it with another couple? Because that's the weird part about those grandparents. No, there is not another there couple living at the end of their bed. I'm sorry. Do you think that those four ever got it on? you think they ever wife swapped? No, but you I... you ever think those two old men <laughs> just got tired of having those two same broads next to them? Swap. I mean, like, they fuck it, go over there. No, there are not. I want to feel on a different butt. There is not. Because <laughs> they're not having sex. They're too old. They just want to feel around. Not another couple at the foot of my parents' bed. <laughs> so I get a call, and my mom's crying, and yeah. I said, what now? And yeah, I, yeah, I'm I mean, yeah, you're like, what now? But what you, is it, the yeah. uh, problem du jour? You, and you probably, if you've been following our show for any amount of time, probably just said the same thing. What yeah. now? Because what it is now? always something yeah. with them. So what is it? My dad just got out of rehab last month after breaking his hip. He's been home for a month. My mom says, well, your dad just got wheeled into the ER at the VA and is having his foot amputated. That's right, folks. You heard that right. Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. Which it's okay to say that because he did laugh at that joke the other day. They have very dark humor. They're Irish. Okay, calm down. They're not touchy. So my dad's had type 2 diabetes since I want to say like 2004. I remember for a very short time, he did try to control it. He ate better. He exercised. And he did have it under control. Sure. And then he got can He, he had knee surgery. 
Yep. Then he got cancer, and then he just gave it was just up. All bets are off. It, just, all, yeah. Do not care anymore. I and and Pat's right. I think you said he he and he did. He expected to die from the cancer. Yeah, very much. And so after the cancer went away, he just really went YOLO. Like I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. And his di- his diabetes has basically destroyed him, but he won't admit any of it's the diabetes. Okay. He absolutely will not own up to it. So this is uh, kind of like someone who smokes their whole life, and then, uh, you know, you get lung cancer, and they, you know, they still can't say... They're uh, like, oh, it's from the asbestos in the school I yeah, worked at yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. like, no, it's not. Because, you know, it is a very much for all the wild... Taking self-responsibility yes. is very tough. For all the weird health shit that can happen to you in your life, a lot of it is just roll the dice, and you end up looking up to whatever deity that you subscribe to and go, why me? There are, though, in there, a few that are cause and effect. And I go to the most basic one, which is smoking, right? Yes. We all know for a fact smoking cigarettes causes lung cancer. So if you you know choose to indulge in this and you get lung cancer, there's a little bit of, okay, I caused this. Yeah. Um, it's very different than a random cancer diagnosis. Yes. Like you have, you know, some kind of weird lymph node cancer. Yeah. It just happens in life sucks. This, the diabetes it's thing. It's cause and effect. It's cause and effect. It's this happened because of your lack of action in managing this disease. My And my, my grandparents were guilty of this too. It was soda in their house 24-7. Lots no, of sugar. Huh? Now that I, I mean, I'll, I only drink water. Like I have a water, Pat calls, it, calls me jugs. The jug, yeah, the jug, man. Because I don't have any boobs, so he just calls me jugs because I carry around a water jug. But I mean, what, I am, uh, what brand is it, by the way? It's Yeti. People love this. Thing. Guys, listen. If this you Yeti just, jug she has. I was looking for a decent water jug, especially since we moved to Arizona, and I broke two of them, and they were like thirty bucks a piece. I'm like, this is dumb. I spent sixty bucks on a Yeti. That thing is fucking bulletproof. Yeah. Get it? I mean, I get why she they walks cost around. So much. It's filled all the time. Yeah. She she gulps from it. It sounds like she's gasping for air. I'm she so sucks thirsty. this thing down. It's so dry here. But but we but, do we do not have. I mean, we we will have pop in the house, and it's very much kind of a me in my. Sun thing, and I say even a then, it lasts like two weeks. It's a it's a one can a day. We only, and and that's and he's good about it too. He's like, this is my one can a day. Yeah, it is a one can a day so, thing, and then and then there's days, of course, when you don't go at all. Um, but yeah, my grandparents always had soda in the house. Everybody drank soda all the time. Okay, um, just terrible diet, and my dad just stuck to that, and he just gave up. And he ba- like so his fingers were wasting away for a while. Yeah, and, and I and mean that again. These are all classic type two diabetes. Your hands and your feet. Yeah, and then vision cla- too, right? Vision. They say vision, you, you yeah. can like lose your eyesight because you're not managing your shit. And, yeah, yeah, and he he got in a car accident and got sued for it because he didn't see a car coming, mm-hmm. and that's when he stopped driving. So listen, I'm not his doctor. But just on paper, I want to say 99% of his problems are from type two diabetes and could be reversed if he wanted to. Could have been dealt with. Yeah, and he didn't. So he's had these problems with his hands, but last I saw him in September and his hands look great. I mean, it's like his hands just stopped wasting away, but I shit you not, his fingers are all different size. It's so bizarre, but he still, he won't admit that was the diabetes. And I have a friend who's a nurse. Because again, then you're taking this responsibility. You have to say it's my fault. Yeah, It is very much, I hate to say this, and this happened while I was going through a wild fucking mental health crisis. Uh, I was depressed and uh, trying to get medicated. It was years back. I had this fucking epiphany with smoking. And uh, while in my depression and my crazed mind, I, I was just like, if I, I could not live with myself, if I got lung cancer, and my wife and my son are sitting there, 
in a fucking hospital bed, staring at me, crying. Watching you die. And he says, a thousand, like I directly caused this pain. And I shit you not, that and probably the Wellbutrin that they had me on, which is a smoking cessation aid. um, I had this weird epiphany and I ended up putting down cigarettes. And And he hasn't smoked in 10 years. I haven't smoked since. I just put it down because I said, I can't be that asshole. I won't be that asshole. I mean, I think it's very clear just from social media and the world in general, people have a hard time accepting their own faults. They yeah. nobody wants to take responsibility for anything anymore. Right. And I get I get it. It's hard because yeah. you have to blame yourself. So you're now dealing with, you know, the end and result. we said we have said this was going to happen for years. When we lived in our house in Michigan, yeah. they used to come over and my dad we would set up like a little bedroom for him in the basement so he could have his little yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, we had a furnished bedroom, yeah. Yeah. Or a furnished basement, yeah. So he fell down the stairs a few times. And I'm like the like the stairs are like it's it's not how how are you falling down the stairs? And he goes, "Well, I can't feel my feet." And I'm like, "Don't you think maybe that's from the type 2 diabetes?" And like he threatened to sue us at one point. He's like, I'm going to sue you for my medical bills. I'm like, ha ha, that's not funny because you will. See, everyone thinks Pat's the asshole no, for not, not having his in-laws over. Wait till so, you get threatened with litigation. He fell down the stairs in 2018. I had to take him to the VA in Saginaw. I mean, that was the last time they came to visit. I'm like, you guys clearly can't function in it my house. It just wasn't a healthy yeah. environment like, at this, that point. This yeah. cannot go on. So that was the last time Pat saw them, actually, was 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and listen, my dad's never been nice to Pat, so I don't question why he doesn't hang out with him. Um, but yeah, why we, we don't go hunting yeah. every season. But we did tell him back then, like, Dad, you're going to lose your feet. You know, diabetics lose their feet I mean, that from is, shit like this. Again, cause and effect. I mean, there's an old Tracy Morgan stand-up bit, which is all about you're going to lose that foot you to that, that sugar. sugar. You want to lose that foot? You lose that foot to that sugar. Tracy Morgan, love you. Um, but yeah, he lost his foot, and this is to just, that sugar. To that sugar, and this is just the culmination of years of shit. And he still will not admit it's the diabetes. Yeah. He goes, it was. But you know what? He said he goes, it was MRSA. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. really? And then I Googled it and they said, like, the chances of you having an amputation from MRSA are like zero to nothing. Like, it is so rare. And I'm like, don't you think maybe, maybe it was the diabetes? And, you know, not to bag on your dad, right? I don't want anyone to think that I'm beating up. This is kind of like when you hear Dr. Oz make fun of John Fetterman after having a stroke. I don't want you to think I'm beating up on a guy okay, when he's well, down. Okay, well, first of all, we're not making fun of him. <laughs> Second of all, I'm over it, and I don't give yeah. a shit. Maybe he needs to be beat up on. But, you know what? I'll Bust th- a damn I mean, foot. As much as we, we joke about that Tracy Morgan joke right there, the basis of that stand-up bit is uh, the way the African-American community deals with and changes the names of certain things. And the whole premise of that joke is we don't call it type 2 diabetes. We call it you got that sugar. You got that sugar. You got yeah. that sugar. And then we don't, you know, talk about, and, and then it's, it's like we reinterpret it. And why do we do that? To take some of that responsibility yeah. away, right? Because it's not me then, uh, you know, I'm going to sidestep that. And I get to kind of not have to deal with that yuckiness of, oh, shit, I contributed. I have stopped sidestepping my dad. I stopped sidestepping him years ago because yeah. I'm tired of this shit. I'm like, you can, you can fix it. You can do it. Like, you really can, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, just a little effort. Because there's no effort. There's none. If We bought him a soda stream 
to give him something other than soda to drink. I mean, that cost me like 150 bucks. Guarantee it's never been used. I'm not quite sure, given a guy who likes soda, his own soda machine is how you uh, negate the no, problem. No, but- you're missing the point. It's a soda stream. It basically carbonates water. Oh, okay. It's but then he can make it into soda. Can't you put like the, the juice in there or whatever? Yeah, but it's not as bad as soda. I w- anything. I'm like anything but I soda, know. my God. Harm reduction is what you were involved so in. So now we are at a point where... So Lieutenant... Uh, he's Lieutenant Bob. Lieutenant Bob. Lost his foot. You ain't got no legs. Um, and what's what's a what's a what what now? So we you, I don't fucking know. You had your day. You were uh, you were you were very shut down. You looked at me. You said I don't want to record a podcast. I said cool. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, you now know, I'm pissed off. I want to talk about. Yeah. It. We all just kind of kept our heads down and and worked. And I was working a lot last week, so it kind of all just we kept our distance. And now all of a sudden today, I'm literally getting texts about it right now from family. About, this, is, this is what happens. They they call me. You guys. They call me first in yeah. Arizona. I was literally told. You are the proverbial 911. You know how, like, anyone who's ever worked 911, you heard stories about how people call because they're just curious about, like, what time it is? Yes. I mean, she is the proverbial 911 for her family, and people just go to you with everyday questions. Doesn't matter questions. where I live. Doesn't yes, matter. doesn't my, matter. My sister has decided she no longer wants to have any communication with my parents. That's a long story. I don't want to get into it. I'm not going to fight with her about it. You can't control what other people do. Sure. And I can't lose that relationship I have with her because she is, she's my sister. So you're again, the nine one one operator. Nobody for, called her and she lives 15 minutes yeah, away for, for all things, uh, your parents. I was as lit- in right now. I have literally been told, um, you need to come home over Christmas and convince your parents to move out of their house, which you guys have been trying to do that since 2017. And I've stopped because it doesn't work. I even I had a realtor go to their house at one point, a, a family member who's a realtor, to sell their house. They said no. So I, I'm like, no, first of all, I won't. I won't do this again. I said, when they sign the papers and have a for sale sign in front of their house, mm-hmm. I will come help them pack. But not till then. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm also like, you know, I, I have a family here. And my son's having his wisdom teeth out after Christmas. No, I cannot come oh, to Wisconsin yeah. after Christmas. I actually right. have, you know, mom responsibilities, you know. Yeah. Um, and then it was, well, maybe your mom should come stay with you in Arizona. The last time she did that, she got third degree burns from sitting out in the sun when I told her not to. Oh, that's right. You took a nap and then your mom went outside in the sun. And, and basically fell asleep. just cooked herself. Nice. I'm like, no, she needs to be by her doctor. She has MS. She's not in great shape. And that's not an option either. So... I, I don't know what's next. And that's the problem is that like my dad had all these grandiose ideas when he got out of rehab from break. And I mean, physical rehab yeah. from breaking his hip. He's like, I'm going to go back to school. I mean, it's just, oh, like, I keep forgetting your dad broke his hip like yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, he broke his hip in July. Jesus. Now that wasn't his fault. He broke it at the VA. Cause like see, long story, long story. Um, but he literally just came home on October 1st. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, you guys, here we go again. Here's my thing. They didn't catch that. Are you telling me that this amped up that much between then and now? And that like the, He wasn't in the hospital a month ago, and they go, hey, by the way, man, that foot's about to fucking fall off. So here's what he told me. He said, my foot was, it looked like it was sunburned. Yeah. Because he was in the physical rehab, but he was sneaking in junk food. He had a, he goes, <laughs> he goes, Jenny, open that drawer. And I open the drawer. There is soda. There's popcorn. There's candy. I'm like, what the fuck are you so, doing? So this is the this is the proverbial addict who goes yeah. to rehab. He was proud of it. And then sneaks in a bunch of heroin. And yeah. they go, yo, don't worry. I can still get my yeah. fix when they're not looking. He goes, look in that drawer. I'm Jeez. like, oh, my God. Why? I'm like, you shouldn't show me. Because I got mad at him. I'm did like, he door dash that shit from Walgreens? That's what he probably did. 
Uh, I don't know how he I got it. Have a, a, I would have a Walgreens so, order of Twizzlers. DoorDash is the worst thing that's ever happened to my dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. He said it, his foot looked like a sunburn. Yeah. Because for so long we were focused on his hip and his hands. Sure. And those started to get better. He goes, it looked like my foot had a sunburn. And then he goes, the, this is gross, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just warning if you're like eating. Um, he goes, then this like pimple thing popped up on it. And trust me, I have done my research. That's what we call a diabetic ulcer. Okay. That is how diabetics lose their feet, are diabetic ulcers oh. on their feet. And he goes, and then my foot turned black. There you go. Then it turned white. And he goes, my dentist, which I'm just wondering how he was laying in the chair and this came up. He goes, my dentist told me you should go to the ER. I'm like, did you take your shoe off at the dentist? Well, yeah, Whatever, you know, your freaking teeth cleaned? You, you, you gotta get comfortable. You know, you wanna make Ooh. sure that you're as relaxed as possible. Can you imagine? I mean, when's the, when's the last time you flew? You know, now that people took off their masks, they're back to taking their fucking shoes off, oh, alright? people are so gross. So yeah, he, and he's like, I, I went in and they said it needed to come off. And he goes, the you know, that pimple, that was MRSA. And I'm like, no, that sounds like a diabetic ulcer. Yeah. Like it is such, it is, again, cause and effect. This isn't brain surgery. This isn't like some sort of unknown disease. This is very clearly from his diabetes. Lost his foot. It, basically everything he said he was going to do, which he wouldn't have done anyways, went out the window. And now we are left with my mom who is disabled and basically crawling up and down the stairs at her house. Yeah. Um, because I told them not to outfit their house for a handicap. Because I'm like, it'll be harder to sell when you need to sell it, and you need to sell it now. So she's home alone, handicapped. Um, she's very independent, claims she's fine. I, I mean, I, I was going to say, because I had someone else ask, like, well, what do you do? And I said, that's a problem. I said, you know, she... Not like she can't get around. She can. Um, but she can't drive. But she, but she yeah. can't drive. But I said, now that's also negated because... It's not the worst time in the world because yeah. we can have... I, I can, Groceries delivered. Yeah. I mean, AJ, I can, yeah. all the time, middle of the day goes, oh, I just sent my mom like fucking chicken soup because she's having a shitty day. And she'll... I mean, we're in Arizona. And but she, I can send her food. And yeah. she door dashes something. So yeah, it is a great era for someone like her but the who prob- can only yeah. get from the bed to the bathroom to the kitchen to the living room. But the thing is, this is not a problem that's going to go away. I was going to say, that's, that's like a temporary one-two-week thing. This is a temporary fix. Thing, yeah. And it was just so nice for that one month. They were both home together. I knew they were just laying in bed eating shit food. Yeah. But I'm like, you're adults. If you want to kill yourself, go ahead. I'm like, I'm just comforted knowing you guys are at home together. Sure. My dad now has one foot. That's right. He's going to be in a scooter until he gets a prosthetic, which could be over a year. Oh, my God. A little scooter. It's just everybody. He did laugh at my joke though when I said, he did. "Lieutenant Dan, you, you ain't, ain't got, got no legs. legs," because he loves all that Lieutenant Dan stuff. He, and, he, he said, "I'm a real sailor now. I'm gonna have a peg leg." Yeah, see, he's like Mister Fucking U.S. Navy. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm sure he's like, "Oh my, this is yeah." Is he gonna, gonna get a parrot? Can your dad be a pirate? Now? I would be. You know what? <laughs> if they'll say, you know what? I'll tell him. Already, Captain Bob. If you sell your house and go into an assisted living, I will. I will. Support a peg leg and a parrot in this situation. There be Captain Bob and his sugar foot <laughs> sailing the seven seas. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. Pat and Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.